Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and I'm back on the road today. I'm in Orlando at the headquarters for the Senior Resource Alliance, Region 7. And we call them AAAs because they are the Area Agencies on Aging. And recently I mentioned to someone that I was going to be visiting a AAA in Tallahassee, and they're like, well, we have AAA right here in our town. I said, no, 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 let me explain it to you. It's a an agency that has far more reach than just for your traveling, but it could also be for your travel. So my special guest, President and CEO, Carla Radka. Carla, welcome back to the program. It's a pleasure to see you once again. Oh, thank you so much for this invite, and I am looking forward to a great conversation with you and with the audience of your great American Senior Show. You know, we have to sometimes just set the stage for uh, our audience because we get new people coming in and others that may not have listened for a while. Uh, Tell us a, a little bit about the uh, AAA structure. You get your guidance from the state, but how does that operate as it goes down into 11 regions throughout Florida? Yes, so the funding that we receive to be able to serve seniors in our specific areas, and in our case, is for Central Florida, that includes the counties of Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and Brevard. Uh, It comes from the Department of Elder Affairs from the state of Florida, and is distributed based on population and on the census data. Uh, Once the funds come to us, uh, we become responsible and as good stewards of those funds, we distribute them through a a very strict process to community-based organizations in our region. They can serve directly seniors in each county. Uh, We are also responsible to ensure that those funds are properly managed uh, that uh, that they are um, so we provide technical assistance and monitoring and uh, support in uh, the use of those funds, uh, creating innovative partnerships, and allocating those funds uh, and being responsible for the fiduciary and for the uh, distribution and services to our seniors. A very much management phase, but also hands-on, as I, I learned in going around the state. And in particular, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Carla was just sharing something with me. I hope you don't mind that I, that I pass it on, that on a periodic, on a regular basis, you talk to the seniors yourself during some of your quiet time to find out really, personally, what their needs and how they're responding uh, to what's being provided with them. And it gives you a very one-on-one linked opportunity. Definitely, yes. And it's probably one of my favorite times uh, during my work schedule. Uh, In fact, I did that yesterday uh, to be able to talk to seniors. Not only I enjoy so much their wisdom, uh, their time, uh, their appreciation, for life and for services, their spirit of gratitude, but I also um, understanding what their needs are and how those needs are being met through our provider network. I think that is important to never lose focus of the mission and the reason of why we are here and the incredible honor and privilege to serve our seniors and caregivers. Those calls come in through the elderly hotline, if I if I recall correctly. Uh, tell us about that. How is it manned? What type of calls do you get? How many calls, not holding you to specifics, but some broad numbers? That's a very popular 
helpline to call? Yes, our elder helpline operates the same way that a, a 911 <laughs> helpline or a 211 for information and referral helpline uh, works. We operate during business hours, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. And usually individuals in the community find us because of a precipitating factor. Something happened to a senior, a fall, a hospital state, a, a need for additional services, um, and, and a concerned relative from far away that it needs a well check for a senior. Uh, after a holiday, when they see that a grandmother or a grandfather is not as sharp as it used to be, or is walking a little slower, or it might need some support. So it's, that is how individuals usually find us. And we are here with a, a, an incredible force of uh, well-trained team members who are prepared with resources, with referrals, with compassion to be able to guide either seniors or caregivers or members of our community that are within the aging network that want more information. That's how they find us. And behind the scenes, we have a lot of technology and systems to be able to keep track of those calls. And so next time someone calls, there is already the history that we can pick up from that previous phone call, regardless of who is managing that call. And that helps from uh, allowing someone to slip through the cracks because you're on top of it all the time. Exactly. Yeah. All the time. And our, our uh, staff that manage uh, the elder helpline is well-trained, well-equipped to be able to handle those calls. I can tell you that the increase of calls since COVID-19, uh, it has skyrocketed. We have seen an increase up to 40% on calls uh, pre-pandemic. I would venture to say, because any time that I mention I'm in any way associated with the Great American Senior Show, that word senior prompts someone to say, well, let me ask you a question about Medicare. And I'm not a Medicare expert, but I get those questions and I refer them on to the people that know. And when I do referrals like that, I know that agencies, AAA agencies like yours really shine. And notice how I use that word shine. That is something that is so important to those that are seeking health insurance information. Uh, tell us about the Shine program. Yes, yeah, so the Shine program is, uh, is, is actually built around the need to be able to provide unbiased um, information on Medicare plans that are specifically uh, directed to the needs of each individual, and every case is different. So we have an army of volunteers and a very structured program in our region that actually uh, help the community with that information, unbiased information on healthcare plans so families can make the best decision for their seniors. And we do manage that process usually is through our point of entry, our elder helpline, when an individual call because they want that information. And that's when we start to engage with our community, with our callers to be able to navigate sometimes those complex uh 
calls and and specific information that is looked to be able to serve with uh, with the healthcare plans available for seniors. And I know that uh, not a lot of agencies speak a lot about it, but you also here for this particular region have an ombudsman that can assist. Yes, we do. And all those are just uh, all the different uh, programs are under our system of care, keeping in mind that our elder helpline is the point of entry into all services in, in our community. I know that there are other programs, one that uh, I was uh, somewhat familiar with earlier in the year, and I, I mean literally early in the year in January when it was freezing cold up in the panhandle, was the Emergency Home Energy Assistance Program. Uh, and maybe I've got the letters backwards, but uh, it is a program that is also very much an active program here in the Central Florida area. Definitely. Uh, that's the EHE program, E-He. which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. programs, uh, especially living here in Florida. We know how important it is to keep the, the, the a good condition on the home, especially for seniors that it may be uh, an oxygen or they might need their services above and beyond. The fact is that to age with dignity, it's important to have reliable electricity in the home for cooking, for cooling, for heating, and on. And I say that EHIP is one of my favorite programs because it goes above and beyond just paying for mm-hmm. the electric bill when there are circumstances that a, a, a senior is unable to do so. One of the good things about EHIP is that the bill, the electric bill, doesn't have to be on the name of the senior. It can be, and usually is, right. in the name of somebody right. else in the household and uh, a working member of the family. Another good thing about the EHIP program is that it can also cover the cost of cooling appliances, repairing air conditioning units, heating appliances, electric blankets, and so on. So that is a very good thing. We do have funds in the community. We have made, we have made a pro, uh, process that is easy on the seniors. It's actually a paperless system. And we have engaged our network of providers in Central Florida to be able to even keep it closer to the community where uh, providers can actually serve in each county seniors that are seeking out EHIP funds. For that part that you mentioned in the explanation of the dignity for our seniors and making sure that they are able to be cared for and comfortable in their homes, that dignity part also triggers the thought of those who prey on seniors, scams, Seniors, a very, very significant number of seniors are subject to elder abuse. How does your organization help identify, spot, and head off elder abuse in our communities? There are a couple of our initiatives that are um, just designed to protect seniors from any type of endangerment, abuse, neglect, and to be victims of any type of crimes. One is what is called A&E program, Abuse, Neglect, and Endangerment of Seniors, putting out there a lot of outreach campaigns uh, to protect seniors, you know, with cyber crimes and any scams. And the second one is our initiatives through legal services. When a senior had been a victim of a crime, to be able to have legal representation and legal support 
and to have those resources available to them. Now, yesterday, I was in Brevard County and spent some time with uh, our sheriff there, uh, Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey, and he and I were talking about uh, the various programs to spot and head off uh, senior abuse, and he is adamant on that. Uh, and and it's, uh, it's good to hear that you, in, in speaking earlier prior to the program, you work with the various uh, sheriff's departments to make sure that our seniors are uh, especially cared for. But I'm leading to a, uh, a, a question here. During the course of that interview, uh, there was this huge, humongous bloodhound sitting at the desk. And that bloodhound's name was Junie. Junie is uh, an award-winning bloodhound in Brevard County with the Sheriff's Department there. Goes to meetings with him. You'll see him driving around, and there's this big bloodhound in the car. Junie told me that there is something special going on through your organization here involving a friend of Junie's called Willow. Tell us about that. Willow is a bloodhound that is here in Central Florida, and he is a deputy officer, Willow, a trained bloodhound that has been trained specifically to find seniors. They might be disoriented because they are living with dementia or Alzheimer's, and Willow's trained to track their scent. Scent is a unique characteristic of any individual, the same as a fingerprint. Willow is an incredible resource in our community in Central Florida to be able to ensure the safety of our seniors and in the event that a senior is lost, Willow can be put into action along with his other friend in Brevard County to be able to bring back home seniors who might be lost uh, because they are disoriented. So we love Willow. There are many honorary grandmothers and grandfathers for Willow here in Central Florida. He is trained. He is equipped to be able to be a resource for our sheriff's department. We love the partnerships that we have with our sheriff's department because they are caring and they are looking for the safety of our seniors. And in addition to Willow, our bloodhound dog, uh, we also distribute in the community scent kits. And the scent kits are designed to preserve the scent of a senior when there is no the whole traumatic experience of having someone lost and when we know that a scent can be compromised from an object at home. These scent kits are uh, designed to specifically capture the scent of an individual stored in a safe place at home, and in the event of a senior being lost, that can be given to Willow, to one of the bloodhouse that are trained to be able to bring back that senior. And we're very happy to be able to provide those scent kits to our friends at the Brevard Sheriff Department to, and to the rest of our sheriff departments in the region. We have, we have an abundance of kits that we distribute through our sheriff departments and through community events in our community. And if there is a senior or a caregiver who would like a kit, they're welcome to call our elder helpline and we'll make sure that we provide that to them. 
very much the same type of information for first responders when they arrive at someone's house, a senior or a caregiver, to say, oh, this person takes this, this, this as far as uh, their medications and their physicians. So the scent kit is there if they're missing. Uh, Willow or one of the other bloodhounds within this region can get that scent and help find someone before uh, a missing situation turns into a tragic situation. That's that's a great program. Here in Central Florida, I, I have to say that your vaccination program, and I've looked at uh, vaccination programs across the state and around the country, your vaccination program really is going gangbusters. And I'm talking about vaccinations for COVID and the variants now that are popping up. But tell us about your vaccination program. Well, knowing that uh, we needed to uh, engage seniors to get vaccinated and not only to get vaccinated, but to be an advocate for vaccinations in their homes and knowing how important that relationship is between seniors and millennials and their grandchildren. It was important to create uh, an outreach uh, campaign to reach seniors for their own vaccination and for to be also a voice in their own families. We know that our seniors are vaccinated above the 80 percent in Central Florida. And we made it as easy as we could, setting up appointments over the phone, helping them with uh, transportation services to get to the vaccination sites. And in the event where seniors were not able to travel to the vaccination sites, to send a team to get vaccinated, a medical team to get vaccinated in their own homes. Uh, we also had the opportunity to build a lot of uh, efforts to put it in front in visuals. We had a bus wrap mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the vaccination message and many billboards in our community to encourage seniors and caregivers to get vaccinated. Another important service that we offer through our vaccination efforts is the ability to provide daycare services so seniors can go to a safe loving environment and be kept in there and be cared for while their caregivers could go and get vaccinated and get some time to recover and have some respite after the vaccine. So, and that it was the, to provide those opportunities for our caregivers too. It's important that when the caring for a senior not only protect the senior, but also protect the caregivers. So it, it has been an, an amazing uh, effort and uh, collaborative efforts with many partners, you know, daycare centers, our transportation system, our AmeriCorps volunteer members reaching out to seniors for that COVID vaccine coordination and so on. And I know also that last year uh, there was a big push on flu vaccines because I personally was involved in that. So when it comes to the vaccine programs, you hit it right on the, you know, the, the, the nail on the head. You have a high, high percentage. So my congratulations to you on those programs, the success of the programs here in your region. My question that I have to ask next means that we're getting close to the program ending this episode. Can you come back for another show? I would love to have the opportunity to have a conversation with you and with your audience. It is it is my pleasure. I'd love to be in your program. Thank you. It is a conversation for seniors, so I look forward to having you back again at some point in the future, and we will do that. Thank Great. you, Sam. So, 
My special thanks to Carla Radka, President and CEO of the Area Agency on Aging for the Central Florida Region, uh, also known as the Senior Resource Alliance. Uh, Every region has a, a little bit of a different name that they perhaps may be called, but no matter what they're called, you can count on them to get help for seniors. And we're going to come back and do more in-depth on many of these programs. We're going to talk to people in the community on their feedback in the program. And we're going to do our part to help make sure that our seniors here in Florida and in many other states, but concentrating on Florida for right now, are taken care of. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you. My goal, keeping all seniors safe and informed. I am the gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show. And until our next episode, that's the way our program ends.